Hi, this is Francesca Oddi, and you are listening to the Astrology Oddcast for now. Maybe we'll call it something else. You can find me at francescaoddi.com or on Instagram at Francesca Oddi Astrology. I will never DM you and offer you a free reading or a paid reading. That is the scammers doing that. Please just comment on their post and say, you're a scammer, because that will really annoy them, apparently, and then block them. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope to connect with you soon. Welcome to the Astrology Oddcast with me, Francesca Oddi. I'm going to be looking at the week commencing the 22nd of March, and it's a big one. You probably already know that. Uh, we have Pluto moving into Aquarius, the first sign change since 2008. We have Mars moving into Cancer after seven months in Gemini. And we have a lovely, stunning Moon-Venus-North Node conjunction in Taurus, which is kind of being overlooked because it's obviously a much smaller deal than the other two transits. But it's nice. It's a nice little welcome, happy aspect after we've had some absolute savage endings and all of that Neptune that we've just been through. So let me just give you the rundown. On right now, we've got the moon in Aries as I speak. Moon's at 13, Chiron's at 15 and Jupiter's at 16 Aries, which I think means we're going to talk a little bit about all the lessons. And I'm just going to start with some reflection on what we've learned. Tomorrow we have Moon sextile Mars, quite an active day. And at the same time, Pluto moves to Aquarius, which I believe I've already laboured to absolute death. But I will talk about what that means. And I think what I'll do is I'll stick to stories and anecdotes and feelings and situations that we could experience as opposed to the just strict astrology, because that's what we do here. I'm, you know, I'm not trying to be different, but maybe a way I can be different is just to paint pictures a bit, a bit more than other podcasts and, and also keep it brief because, well, that's just nice, isn't it? Friday is a stunner. It's Friday, I'm in love. Friday is Venus's day. You might know that. And we've got moon, Venus, north node conjunction in Taurus, which I'm here for. <laughs> I am I am absolutely here for that. Pleasure, nature, and wow, because also Pluto will be square to that moon, Venus. And I think that kicks off the, the love. You know, I called this year the love revolution. Well, Friday, the love revolution begins. Saturday, Mars in Cancer after all of that time in uh, Gemini. Sunday, Moon squares Chir uh, Saturn, and then the Sun sextiles the Moon, which means it's a waxing sextile. And that's cool. That's that's active. That's conversational. The Moon will be in Gemini, yes, of course, because it's sextiling Aries Sun. So that, that says conversation to me. And then the Moon will also sextile Chiron, and we also have the Mercury-Chiron conjunction. So Mercury rules Gemini. We've got the moon in Gemini and we are nattering. Monday, we have Mercury and Jupiter, um, which also is very expansive. And then on Tuesday, we have the first quarter moon. So that's a lot, isn't it? Let's, let's take it back to the beginning and talk about it. So first things first, Poppy Dog, our beautiful doggy, died on Monday when the sun was at 29 Pisces and Pluto was at 29 Capricorn. That's two planets at 29. 29 is about endings and urgency. 
And 29 degrees Pisces is the final degree of the zodiac. And it was a day before a new moon. So energy was an all time low. And also for our lovely Poppy, she was a Libra which means it was her sun opposite sun. And that's when our vital force is at its weakest. Our half birthday is when our vital energy is at its lowest. So it's you often hear people, I've been noticing over the past few years anyway, people dying at you know a full moon on their half birthday or a new moon on their half birthday. But basically the half birthday has its energy ebb. Don't worry, you know, we, we have many half birthdays in our lives that we live through. But if it... it you know, if I'd been thinking more and predicting more and I'd really seen that Poppy had a super stellium in Libra, like Mercury, Sun, Venus, something else. And at the minute we have so much in Aries. That was that's a lot of oppositional forces. And then with the sun at 29 Pisces, conjunct Neptune, there's been this washing out through the veil of tears. And a lot of people have had very low energy and been extremely emotional. And I saw somebody on Instagram say that all the tears are cleansing our souls. So everybody who's been crying and feeling grief, and it can be grief for anything. Um, Gina said to me the other day, she'd heard a great podcast by on Stephen Bartlett's pod with some guy who said he's grieving the fact that he never had a family. And and that's really, you know, it's really valid. We We can grieve all the things that never came to be. Everybody's grieving something, whether you've had a family and you gave up your freedom and your career, or you've had a career and you've given up other things you know nobody has it all and so and and also we all lose things and people and things change and it's very emotional and all of that has peaked it's really come to the top and of course we've experienced it as a family through the dog but but as my auntie was saying she was like but it makes me think about all the other times I've, we've lost people you know it, it all came to the surface and I kept saying yeah totally I didn't keep saying it I wasn't you know that annoying but everybody's been feeling it whether you've gone through it personally or not there's the energy the vibe has been tender sensitive and raw because it's an ending and I always knew March was going to be an ending and it's kind of weird when it happens and I'm getting more and more used to this level of intuition but also living on just live you don't really know you don't really 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 know what it is but I did know as if you've been listening to this, because I've been saying it, that things are ending and things are changing. And we've had to make space for whatever new beginnings are coming. And it's just so profound. It, it, and it's, I feel really connected, like you would want to be when the sun is conjunct Neptune. You know, the sun is now in Aries, but we still have the sun conjunct Neptune. And we are still, I feel very connected to the cosmos and to spirit and to all the shamanic signs I saw, like the horses in a pair and the hairs in a pair. And I felt like this when my granddad died in 1999 after the eclipse. I really, I just felt like I feel now just like with a strong faith that there's more. I feel like that. And I, I believe that entirely now when my work is rooted in an understanding of past lives and future lives. I really believe that personally you don't need to believe that but I I really do and and then when I was 15 as well but with much less evidence and understanding but just with more of a knowing or an experience of premonitions and and so I presume you've been there with that and what have you learned from that we did this in the event last night but 
it's a really nice time to explore what you have been feeling and encountering over the past week. Because before we launch in to this new situation where Pluto moves into Aquarius and before we launch into Aries and we are, we have launched, we, the astrological year has is, is begun, but I do, Neptune's still lingering. Neptune is still conjunct the sun. So, and Mars is still square to Neptune. So don't give me all that. Oh, it's Aries, off you go. Because Neptune's still around. I think once we've moved past Neptune, like Monday of next week, and we've got sun, the moon and Mars conjunct and and the sun is headed further away from Neptune and Mars has left the square to Neptune. I feel then we've got vigor and vitality and forwards motion and more optimism. But the minute was, it's a transition. You don't just open one door and slam another door. That being said, Pluto is moving to Aquarius and it is a door opening. So let's move on to that, which is tomorrow. I can't believe it's tomorrow. I can't believe it's tomorrow. That's absolutely mad. We've got moon sex down Mars. So moon must be in what? If if Mars is still in Gemini, where's the moon? I should know this. The moon's in Aries. Yeah, of course. What am I talking about? So we've got moon sex down Mars tomorrow and also Pluto in Aquarius. So what is that? Pluto is death and rebirth. He rules Scorpio. And at the minute, he's in Capricorn. And I also said this last night in the event that I have seen Pluto at 29 Capricorn swell. I've seen his power swell because that's what happens when planets are at 29 degrees. Now, when it's, and I again, I talk about that all the time. When Mercury's at 29, everybody is angsty, whether if it's in Taurus, they're like straight and they can't say what they want to say. If Mars, I remember Mars being at 29 Scorpio a few years ago and my anger was, through the roof dangerous and then pluto at 29 it's been slower we're a slowly boiled frog but i feel that what his potential the way pluto is handling this is he's been stuck at this really potent degree and it's like you know when a car is stuck in mud and you're revving and you're trying to move and the wheels are just spinning and spinning and spinning and you're not going anywhere, but it's just getting deeper and deeper and you're making more shit, more of a mess. And then people have to come along and push the car and that's the only way to get it out. Because if you don't have assistance, it's just going to dig deeper. And that's what Pluto at 29 of Capricorn's like. It's it's sitting, it's stuck at the edge of Capricorn and it's just the wheels are spinning and spinning and spinning and it's been digging everybody deeper and deeper and deeper into their psyche, into their subconscious, into their grief, their issues, their, their, what they need to change. And so what I've seen is even if you've, even if you're a Cancerian born, you know, you don't have to be born on the very, very end, for instance, like the 18th or 19th of January for the Capricorns or the, uh, when does cancer change? I think like the 20th of July, even if you're born on the 12th of July or the 11th and 10th of January, Pluto is kind of revved up and all of the cardinal people are feeling Pluto now beyond when they had their transit, which could have been four years ago or five years ago. That's been my experience of it. It's just amplified everybody who's got cardinal energy and they've all been reinvited to deal with loss and grief and identity, but also their personal power, who they are stepping up, stepping into it and letting go. 
And of course, we're seeing that with the banks, the bank failed, um, Silicon Valley Bank. And I, I, you know, I haven't seen the news because I've, the internet broke at home. Um, there was no internet and I've been at home for a week since, since last Wednesday when I made the podcast and I'm really out of the loop with everything. But yes, so that's where we are with Pluto. And then he's going to burst out of that Capricorn mess. It's like everyone's pushing the car and the car's just going to finally go and he's going to go into Aquarius and you're like, woo, out the mud. We've been stuck in the mud. We've been stuck in Pluto dealing with government and politics and banks and hierarchy and Pluto opposing cancer, Pluto opposing family life. And he's now in Aquarius. Oh, hello. And it's a fixed sign. Mm, interesting. But Pluto rules Scorpio and Scorpio is a fixed sign. So there's a sort of synergy, I think, potentially not, potentially, potentially it's very challenging, but also potentially Pluto does well in fixity because he is fixed. You know, he's stubborn and and solid and deep and penetrating and unmoving and unrelenting. And so is so is Aquarius, really. I mean, I remember learning that about Aquarius a long time ago. And, you know, Aquarius is fixed air. Aquarius is loyal and all these things that you never really thought about or I never thought about in my pre-astrologer days. But I see that completely now and it's like, okay. So Pluto's going to move into Aquarius and all of those fixed people who have been fixed, and that's probably all of us. Everybody's got fixity somewhere in their chart. Some people are more fixed than others. Obviously, Hugh Grant, Boris Johnson, extreme immutable. <laughs> you know, they they are not overly fixed people. They're a changeable, adaptable actor types. We're talking about the fixed, the fixed and so that is Aquarius, Leo, Scorpio, and Taurus. Not in that order, but they came in that order. So there we go. So if you've got planets there, your moon, your sun, your ascendant, your MC, your IC, obviously, then hello, welcome to the ability to change, the ability to let go. And I said yesterday, this is almost like, you know, when, you know, in the holiday, the film where, Kate Winslet's like, I don't care anymore. <laughs> you know, she's over Jasper. It's just like, oh, wow, fuck, I'm over it. Finally, it's done. Now, I could be being premature because Pluto's only in Aquarius for three months and then he's back in Capricorn for like five or six months. So it's just a little trailer as to what is possible if we put down some of the things we cared about and we pick up some new ways of living being accepting and it's in Aquarius so we're looking at community and the way we deal with how we connect via technology obviously hello podcast hello zoom hello instagram that's all very Aquarian how what's going to be the headline it's going to be some like you need a digital id to get on instagram maybe boo if so um digital finance crypto are we going to have some big crypto news? Thursday's always a big news day anyway. So I think we can expect, oh, there's, there's some kind of thing going on. If you're not subscribed to my financial astrology newsletter, there is a link in my Instagram bio. If you're not on Instagram, it will be on my website soon. <laughs> you can always, I, I don't know how to, I'll put it, I'll send a newsletter soon when I send this podcast out. And in the newsletter with this podcast, there will be a link for you to subscribe to the financial astrology newsletter. And, um, because I think there's some meeting in the States at the SEC or something scheduled for tomorrow. So that 
will, I imagine, have some kind of digital chat in it. What else? UFOs? I'm not sure about that. Someone messaged me yesterday. Claire Marriott messaged me saying uh, the shamanic peoples are talking about crystalline energy and the crystal people. I don't know anything about it, but I thought it was interesting. And maybe you might want to read about it. Google it. And I think I'll leave that there. We've got the Venus moon conjunction in Taurus on Friday, conjunct the North Node and Pluto moving into Aquarius, a fixed sign, will square the North Node at five degrees of Taurus. And again, that is just plunging. It's a big plunger on the fixed energy, the block drain, and it's like, oosh, 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 and suddenly you're blocking the drain. There's been blocks, there's been fixity, I've got my stiff neck, I can barely move. <laughs> kind of massage now, but it's, my God, I woke up with a frozen neck last Wednesday and it's been frozen ever since. And the neck rules Taurus. So maybe maybe the Venus will bless my neck and I'll be able to move again. And what else? It's our hearts. It's our hearts' desires. It's maybe fear about going for what we want, fear of allowing things to be easier and simpler. There is a simplification, black and white, 01010 clarity to Aquarius. And there is, of course, all the surveillance stuff that that <laughs> that it's part of Pluto and Aquarius and being surveilled on the internet maybe people being aware of that suddenly digital and then the sky the weather what else are we going to see with our understanding of what's going on in the sky I'm not sure about chemtrails but people are uh, maybe some understanding of that and animal communication. I remember a long time ago, 2017, Wendy Stacy talking about what she thought this Aquarius energy would bring. Already, you know, we can go on Google Translate and it gets translated. It, it's going to be done directly through voice note, probably already being done pretty soon. Super fast planes. Air travel is also implicated. Aquarius rules air travel. Um, so our understanding of flight, rockets, you know, soon we'll be in our jets. It'll be like the Jetsons. I can't wait for that. Buzzing for that. Can't wait to get my first flying car. I'm going to like visit everyone. <laughs> I hope that happens. There might be what, what might happen is a period of like absolute no flying where we're banned and then somehow some kind of green energy vibes. We'll see. Green, you know, cleaner, greener energy is also a thing. The, the recycling and yeah more more connection i feel and i see and i hear as well bearing in mind that we've got the venus moon north node in taurus as pluto pretty soon as when pluto moves into aquarius people are yearning for nature yearning to get back to nature to live in community and that community community spirit community living has been lost and it died due to consumerism. So I did at school, I had an amazing teacher, Mrs. Kelly. This has come back to me now. I was driving, thinking this about five days. Ago. No, when was I? I don't even know what day it was. I was driving along last week thinking about consumerism and how Mrs. Kelly taught us so much. And it's not personal, it's business. And I watch You've Got Mail and, you know, it's like the big bookshop store eating up the little bookstore that had a really family spirit and people knew each other's names and people felt welcome there and I you know I love that I love that community spirit I love being able to make friends with people in shops and and that 
give people a sense of belonging. And we lost a lot of that because of franchising and big business models and being able to, and globalization, cutting costs, getting everything made in China or Bangladesh. And, you know, we've lost a lot of, we've lost a lot of manufacturing in the UK because of prices and currencies and trading. But what's it done for us? What consumerism has given us choice and re- and choice, this is what we learned at school, was that choice has replaced religion. So people used to have faith in God and, you know, they used to, and again, but was that better? I think it was better to have personally, it was more grounding at least to have some sense of spirituality and community as opposed to now where everyone can be whatever they want, which also has its benefits, of course, but we can create our identity through what we own and what we look like as opposed to who we are. And we have a different ethic. So before we were looking at character and our roles were in community were just our character and what we did, whereas now we can create identity. And has that been good? Has that been healthy as being able to do that and buy things? And what we really want is to get back to having roles where everybody has their role. And it doesn't have to be a successful role. It's an important role. It's everybody having their part of the puzzle and maybe making things more localized or having an integrative approach, perhaps with Pluto and Aquarius, where we get back to some level of proper connection instead of everything being very displaced and and disjointed, which maybe that's just part of London life. Again. This is a this is one of the tangents that requires a bigger debate, and I'm sure will provoke some questions and thoughts in you, which well, I will be delighted to hear. Friday, this week, the 24th, we which is a six, which is nice. Moon Venus North Node. Friday, I'm in love. Get out there, guys! It's a lovely day to be in nature, meet people, socialize, have some kind of new encounters, new, new, new. Pluto is now in Aquarius. Saturday, Mars moved to Cancer. Ooh, how, how, I don't know. Maybe the Cancerians aren't going to love that. He's been in Gemini for a long time. And of course, Mars aggravates wherever he is because Mars is red and hot. And if you ever see him in the sky blinking at you furiously, you're like, okay. And Gemini is already very neurotic, high-paced, hot, rules the nerves. It rules our minds, our busy, busy monkey minds. And with Mars in Gemini, we have been agitated and everybody perhaps has felt that at certain points that I'm sure everybody has been experienced a personal transit from Mars in Gemini at some point you know a precise transit whether that's your whatever moon in Aries or your Venus in Sagittarius has been some aggravation from Mars and it's been ah, raggy it's been temperamental it's been quick with words I've it's been good in many other ways it's it's had its perks but there's been a retrograde and it's been long. Now Mars is moving into Cancer and the focus of your chart will be wherever Cancer is in your birth chart. And and you'll be more active in that area and you will be more focused on family matters, home, where you want to be, how you want to nurture yourself, your diet, good time of year to dig into what you put into your body, get really present with how you nourish and nurture yourself instead of being in our heads because Gemini has been very in our heads on Sunday I already mentioned this earlier I think Sunday is going to be a really good day for connection and communication 
with the moon in Gemini um, meeting Mercury and Chiron. I've lost my my drawing so bad in my notes. Moon sextile Chiron I've got here. Okay, yeah, good. And moon square Saturn. Basically confronting some feelings that might not be nice, maybe a bit of a hangover, but talking to people and feeling getting real understanding, you know, this new fresh energy, Mars has moved, Pluto's moved, and the moon in Gemini is asking you to talk it out with people that you care about and really dig into what you've learned, how you feel, maybe be upset, maybe be okay with being upset. It's, it, there is something in that. And it doesn't, you don't even have to be upset. I'm not, I want to invite you all to that. Healing conversations, he, connecting with people, connecting with yourself, write your journal. You don't, it doesn't have to be like, go out, must go out must be social you might not want to maybe you want to just pull some tarot cards or maybe you don't want to do anything maybe you just want to read a book and be with yourself and think about things whatever it is I I get that feeling of nurturing communications through that aspect Monday Mercury Jupiter in what must be Aries that's bold and bombastic I think that's when Aries season really kicks off I'd say Monday that is you know wow I probably comes with a word of warning not to overdo it in all honesty um because it, Mars is now in cancer so Mars rules Aries so we look at that that we could be feeling like we really want to connect with people we love and we have a lot to say about that and we want to share our dreams and share our passions and let people know what we know and maybe we want to sell things and just feel very passionate direct and positive hot red fiery dynamic communication let me look at the chart because I'm just doing that from my brain okay Venus is st still in Taurus applying to Uranus so that's quite sparky moon in mid Gemini applying to a square as well that's also pretty zesty but this this Aries energy is really moved away from Neptune now not completely still still influenced but there is something about a renewed sense of confidence, perhaps, and knowing more clearly what matters, being able to prioritize that a little bit more. And then on Tuesday, by the end of the day, very end of the day, maybe even Wednesday in the UK, um, let's see. Gosh, Mars doesn't move much. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So actually, it's Wednesday at 5 a.m. in the UK that we have or 4am perhaps, that we have this final quarter. First quarter, excuse me, first quarter Cancer Moon. So the sun will be eight of Aries and the moon will be eight of Cancer and Mars will be at one degree of Cancer. Venus is at 14 and Uranus is at 16. So they're pretty close too. And we've still got Chiron, Jupiter and Mercury all together. So we've still got a lot of fire. We've got Sun, identity, Chiron, wounded healer, Jupiter, confidence, Mercury, communication, all together in Aries. And then we've got Mars, the ruler of Cancer. No, <laughs> Moon's the ruler of Cancer. Mars, the ruler of Aries in Cancer. But that's a lot of cardinality. That is a lot <laughs> of action. And what, what have I written in cycles? Let's have a little looky. Um, have it, yeah, okay. Have a look at the new moon from the 29th of June, 2022, because that's basically nine months ago. And that's whatever intentions you set nine months ago, you'll be like, hey, do you really want these? The universe is asking you to check on your manifestations. Is that really where you wanted to be? 
And of course, it comes with a bit of a boost. So a first quarter always has a Mars-like energy anyway. It's got an initiating challenge to it. it. That's why it's a confrontation. Do you really want what you wanted? And it's with Mars. So it's like, yes, you know, what do you really want? Who do you really care about cancer? Who will you do anything for? What really brings you meaning, Chiron and um, Jupiter in Aries? Now that Pluto is in Aquarius, we are writing new scripts about the purpose of life, your life. What And really, really, I hadn't read this until now, but I felt this last night when we were doing the new moon event. And as I look at the charts now and as I make this podcast, I feel the same. This is it's just fresh, fresh, fresh. We had the new moon at zero, Pluto at zero this week, Mars at zero this week. For I think two or three days, we've got both of them at zero and we've just had that new moon at zero. It's just, it couldn't be any fresher. And I so remember writing cycles last year being like, what? You know, because you know, I, you look ahead, but you don't notice all these details just by looking at an ephemeris. And the ephemeris is the book with all the aspects in. And so, yeah, the, the, the complete reprioritization, again, is that a word? And that's why we had all of this lit and go with the Pisces planets. So it's exciting times of fresh start and transformation in a big way. Because Pluto is the death card and the death card is the ultimate card of transformation. And, you know, I think I used to say quite flippantly that transformation is the astrologer's code word for like, oh, my God. <laughs> when, when a tarot reader or an astrologer says to you, oh, it's transformative, you can be a bit like, uh-oh. But no, I don't. I don't believe that. I don't. I think. I don't know if I ever truly believed it. It's just okay. Transformation means the biggest thing that you can see astrologically, or one of the biggest things. And yeah, we were under big skies that involve turning pages that are, are like going to a new school or selling your house or digging in to a new way and uh, just a new life and it's around the corner and it can just be the way you treat yourself so as I was saying that I was a bit like no, that's a bit out of alignment it can also and I think Pluto in Aquarius is a sign of communicate Aquarius communicates it's rational it's how we understand and a lot of people have done a lot of work to understand things and it opposes Leo and Leo rules the heart. So we've really, this is the polarity of connection of love and being appreciated and also understanding, understanding relationships, understanding what we want. And the other part of the sky that makes me think this is that Jupiter Chiron conjunction in Aries that we had last week and is still in orb now and is rare. We haven't had since 2009. And I think that's a lot of people letting go of beating themselves up, all the shit they put themselves through, being hard on yourself because of, again, brings me back to consumerism and marketing and, you know, marketing only works if people don't like themselves and they want to change their hair to be trending and their lips to be trending and their body shape to be trending and to be, you know, to be sold to. If everybody stops really giving a shit, and that's not going to happen overnight, but it, it could be an indicator of where we're going. And I might be being romantic and hopeful. I think trends have their place because astrology itself is about trends. And we all want to be aligned with the trend. People wear platforms at the minute because we've we've had Saturn in Aquarius. And in the 90s, the, uh, the Spice Girls wore 
platforms because Sam was an Aquarius. Aquarius is an air sign. We want to be into the air. There are trends that make sense. Absolutely. So there's always going to be that. But the and we want that. But how much? How much? How relevant is it? Is it everything? You know, I've been there. I've been a 17 year old girl who really was just too aware of society and trends and what mattered and who was cool and what was cool. And then then, you know, it's still relevant, but how relevant? And I think with the Jupiter Chiron, whatever it is, whatever self-esteem issue has been there forever, whatever beliefs, whatever you were told, something in your childhood, something by an ex-partner, something that's been lingering, I think that stuff can start to go. It's about really letting go and and being like, do you know what? Health matters, love matters, doing things for people I love matters, community matters, growth, um, self-exploration, being able to be of service, being able to live, being able to bring joy, being able to tolerate really difficult times doesn't happen, you know, doesn't happen by accident. <laughs> if you, you ha- it takes a lot of work, a lot of spiritual devotion, a lot of trust, a lot of faith and that it does take work. That relationship with yourself takes work. All relationships take work. They don't just happen. Some are easier than others. We are more compatible to some people than others. Some people have an easier disposition than others. Absolutely. We all have different karma. We aren't just here in this life dealing with the same things. We are dealing with the shadows and the memories and a massive unconscious that we are barely aware of. But perhaps we're going to be more aware of it. And perhaps, well, I think, yeah, things are changing. And and it's a very exciting time. So just stay present with it. Keep journaling. Keep chatting about it. Keep doing what you do. And if you do feel different, I would like to think that it's going to be that there's some optimism there. I would like to think that. I would like to because I'm optimistic. And I just think this Pluto and Capricorn, the more I look at the whole experience of it from 2008 until today, unbelievable. I can't believe today is the last day of this. Obviously, it retrogrades back. But oh, my God, it's been a lot. It's been a lot. Pluto in Capricorn has been, particularly for me with my four planets in Capricorn, it has completely changed my life. Of course, we all change every day. But it's been Capricorn. It's been Saturn. We have had Pluto in Saturn's sign since 2008. And it's been work, hasn't it? It's been growth. It's been it's been a lot of things. It's been a lot of opportunity and a lot of beautiful things have happened. But it's been about dealing with Saturn's sign. And now Aquarius is also Saturn's sign, but Uranus co-rules Aquarius. And that's about the future and intuition and inspiration and being different and being a maverick and um, being outside the box and leaping, leaping into the future. And we are going to leap with technology over the next 20 years. I can't overemphasize that. By the time Pluto leaves Aquarius in 2044, and heads to zero Pisces, that that important point in the sky that's just been activated by Saturn. And we look back, we look back on our pods from 20 years ago, and we see how life was, we we are going to be amazed because life is going to radically, that, that curve of technology, you know, FaceTime was an absurd concept when I was a child. Absolutely mad. Every time I FaceTime my dad, he's like, oh my God, Thunderbirds. <laughs> because it was you know it was thunderbirds it just wasn't real it was like future we are we are heading to the future and hopefully we can all move as a collective 
into the future with with grace and without completely abandoning the earth and nature hopefully we can do it in such a way that we actually aren't just techie techie people living in our pods and having unconscious women gestate children for us hopefully we don't go fully robot fully weird it it would be great if we could all connect and ensure that maximum health and maximum wisdom and maximum purpose and nourishment comes from simplification getting closer to earth getting closer to community understanding how to communicate with plants as well that's the other thing that's going to happen people do it they you know you take ayahuasca you take your psychoactive medicines and people communicate with the spirits of everything everything has a spirit and maybe we can get to that and not do the weird aquarius we'll probably straddle both sides of it okay it's probably been a bit long but this was the biggest week ever find me a bigger week maybe there's one in october there might be actually where pluto pluto stations retrograde no pluto stations direct in october and there's an eclipse in libra pretty massive week kind of mid-October but we'll get to that later in the year I think I talk about it perhaps in my podcast that I made at the beginning of the year okay with that in mind not with that in mind really (laughs) that's enough is all I want to say. Um, Thank you very much for listening please do send this to your pals leave us reviews um, share it about thank in fact I should say this at the beginning that's what all the other podcast people do, don't they? But I'll learn. I'll learn to I'll learn to do that vibe. And other than that, if if you have just been sent this from a pal, then you know, find me on Instagrams. I'm Francesca Audio Astrology and subscribe to my newsletter so that if technology does get demolished by Pluto, I'm still here. Um, learn to read your birth chart in a week is coming very soon. I'm running it just for everybody who has got a little bit behind and would like to expand their astrological knowledge but that's it that's it for now and yeah thanks for being here talk to you soon and do let me know what you think and any feedback because I know I think I've put quite a few questions out in this one and it would be great to hear how you've got on